Hey, everybody. Welcome to Making Sense with Dustin LaMontagne from Research Capital. My name is Bryn Griffiths, and Dustin joins us today. The topic today, Dustin, is the bucket strategy. What is that? Uh, the bucket strategy, just something I... Uh... I, I, I developed over, uh, you know, the last 20 years and it's just a, a, a simple common sense approach to, uh, managing cash flows at, uh, at different stages in your life cycle. So it's going to be different for, uh, you know, a younger person, uh, starting out, you know, looking at getting their, their first credit card, apartment, house, whatever, uh, as you move into your thirties and forties and have kids and start saving for education and, and retirement and that sort of thing, um, paying off your house, it's going to be different. And then when you get into retirement stages, it's going to be uh, a little bit different, uh, um, as well. So, you know, when you start to take out your, you turn your RSPs into RIFs and you're taking your pension, that sort of thing. So I got to say right off the top here, and because I have a cheat sheet in front of me, uh, I, I, like I say, I'm telling uh, tales out of school because uh, uh, it says the bucket strategy and then it's got TM there. If you trademark this, uh, what is that? No, I'm just joking around. I know that's what I, I thought. Know. Yeah, that's, that's just, but <laughs> I laughed when I saw that. I thought, Oh, Hey, look at that. That's pretty amusing. When, when I go through the strategy and, and it's nothing, it's not, you know, earth shattering. I, I just tell clients that, you know, the, the, the buckets, how I've always managed my own personal finances. I, I visualize my money in buckets. So I got a short term bucket, a medium term and a long term bucket. Right. So your, your short term bucket at different stages of your life is going to be a, a little bit different, but um, essentially that short term bucket is your emergency savings. Right. And, and, uh, you, you don't mess around with that. You keep it in stuff that's nice and safe. And that's for, you know, the, 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 the $5,000 vet vet surgery on the dog or, yeah. uh, you know, you have to take an, a, an emergency flight to, to go to a funeral for a long lost buddy or what, whatever it is, you know, you keep, keep 10 or 15 or 20 grand kicking around for, for those emergency um, or, or whatever the percentage of your, your net worth is, um, that you're comfortable with. Right. So, uh, it's money that you have to access readily, like liquid cash that you just need. And whether, whether you keep it in, you know, money market fund that's readily accessible or whether you keep it in a safe at home or under your mattress, uh, no difference. It's a short-term bucket and you need that money on a moment's notice. So, uh, that, that's the short-term bucket is really your liquidity bucket, your safety net. Um, medium term is, you know, what, what I, I like to say it's, you know, anywhere from one to, to three years. Um, that's things like maybe you're saving up for, for a car, a uh, nice holiday, yeah. two, three years down the road. Uh, that, that's that cash that you can probably invest in some conservative options, but it's not uh, real long term. You're still going to access that money in a medium time, time frame. Um, and, and for some people that's, you know, one to three years for some people that's three to five years, uh, you know, certain people have a higher propensity to save than, than others. Right. Um, the, the, uh, the long-term bucket is all that other stuff that is your long-term savings that you, you basically, you don't want to touch, right. That's, uh, yeah. you know, the, uh, if, if you're using a, a war analogy, you, you meet at the bridge and, and the last person, uh, you, you don't want to blow that bridge, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, so that's your your retirement savings, maybe your tax-free savings account, uh, your pension. Uh, you is know, that, is that, that a 10 to 20-year thing? Is it, would you say yeah, that? 
I, I call it, you know, from five to 50 years, okay. depending on your, your life cycle. Right. So yeah. if you're, if you're in your sixties and you're, you're taking uh, money out and, and, and now you're, you're, you're you've got your RSP turned into a riff and you're, you're taking money out of that riff. Well, I actually, uh, use the bucket strategy for a riff withdrawal, uh, ca- to manage cash flow. So I'll have my money. I have to take out every year out of the riff, uh, in my short term bucket, medium term might be if I want to take, you know, some lump sums out of my riff, I'm going to have some conservative funds, um, you know, maybe some telecom stocks, uh, in that one to three year range. And then, Everything else is longer term, uh, which the the goal of that money in a RIF is to replace what you're actually taking out of the first, the short and the medium term bucket. So uh, really, I use the bucket strategy to to manage cash flows at all different stages of the life cycle. It, it's very handy to think of um, your retirement in in a you know with a bucket strategy because uh, it's just a, a systematic approach to manage your cash flows. And I've seen, um, you know, people take uh, lump sums out of their, their RSPs, for example, to buy a car. Well, terrible strategy because to, to buy that $40,000 car, you have to take 60 grand out of the, the RSP. Yeah. Right. So, cause the government needs their pound of flesh. So it's, it's just, you know, wor- working with a person and managing their, their finances, uh, customizing it uh, on, on a one-on-one level. Um, I, I've come up with this bucket strategy. It's, it's really helped me over time and, and I'm a big fan of simple and this is about as simple as you can get for managing your cash flows. Um, can you, can you get in late and have a bucket strategy instead of a Tupperware strategy? Like I've got, we're, we're trying yeah, to get I mean, it over to a bucket strategy, but uh, is there a, is there a time frame? Is, I guess it's better to get going earlier rather than later. Better to get going early, and, and that's where you know I'll often work with uh, you know my my older clients. I'll start working with their kids and try and get them on a a proper systematic approach. You know earlier on, uh, by the time you you get to your uh, retirement stage, you, you've got a, a fairly large bucket to work with, right? Right. Um, you can definitely start later on in the game, Brent. I mean, there's no time like the present to get your finances on track. Um, I, I've seen, uh, you know, people build up quite nice nest eggs in as little as five years. So, uh, and then once you have that nest egg, then you, you just treat it accordingly. Uh, the best way you can, uh, you can manage your retirement is to, to set yourself up on a, on a monthly, uh, amortization schedule, much like you'd pay off your mortgage over 20 or 25 years. Right. You, you set up your retirement funds to, to accomplish that. Cause the last thing you want to do is be in your eighties and run out of money, right? No one wants to be an old broke guy. So, uh, that, that's what we try and, you know, avoid at all costs. We make sure you don't outlive your money. Okay. Let's, uh, let's talk about capital preservation. Is that something you want to touch on? Yeah. And that's one of the things that, uh, you know, this bucket strategy helps with it. It, it not only does it provide safety and flexibility, but, it, it really will preserve your capital if you do it effectively, right? Because if you've got the, the money slated for short, medium, and long-term, uh, you're generally not going to take excess risk um, and, and you're going to have your money proportioned accordingly. So you can't, can't imagine how many times I've seen, uh, you know, uh, people take some of their short-term savings and put it into a, 
um, hot stock tip that they got from the guy at the gym or their next door neighbor um, or, or a family member. And that, that 15 grand just dissipates into nothing. Uh, and then you, you just lost 15 grand out of your short term bucket, which was actually your emergency savings. Right. Right. So when I follow this strategy, I simply don't let clients uh, do stupid things with their money. Um, so that's where the capital preservation comes into context. Um, essentially it's my goal for every client to, for their money to outlive them. And whether that's your goal or not, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's kind of peace of mind leaving something for, for family or charity or whatever your view of your estate planning is. Uh, but this strategy is one of those, uh, you know, ways we accomplish that. And this is why I have you as my financial guy, because on my bucket strategy, I need you as the, Hey, wait a minute guy. Everybody needs somebody like that though. Do they not? Somebody's going to say, okay, hang on a second. Let's take a look at what you're talking about here. Cause people spend money like crazy if, if given yeah. the chance, right? Every, every, uh, every car needs a, you know, set of brakes, right? So, yes, exactly. Uh, if I, if I'm, uh, you know, acting as your brakes from time to time, then that's, that's mission accomplished, right? Hey, what's the number one reason why people do not employ a bucket strategy or they're slow to do it? Is it, is it fear? Is it, they, they just aren't attentive enough and they don't think about it. Is there one or two reasons why people just are afraid to, to jump in even at an early age in your twenties to get started where man, you, the world is yours if you get started early, right? Well, the, the real reason Brent, is because only about 10% of the population is actually disciplined enough to follow any type of systematic okay. um, in, investment strategy, right? Yeah. The, the, the majority of us are walking around going, well, I, I want what I want w when I want it. And I'm, I'm not going to buy the Honda Civic with the cloth interior. I'm buying the, uh, the Acura TL with the leather and the sunroof. Sure. And, and I can afford it. So, so I'm, I'm doing buying. it. Yeah. yeah I guess. And you know, the, my, my philosophy on, uh, on, on money is yes, just maintain a balance, right? You, you don't want to, like I say, you don't want to be the old broke guy. That's no fun. Yeah. So have, have your fun, enjoy your life, but put a little bit away every month. Um, uh, so that when the time comes and, and you're, you're too old or incoherent to, to make, make a dollar anymore, you, you've got something to fall back on. So if somebody wants to get a hold of you to talk about the bucket strategy TM, how, uh, how do they get a hold of you? You might have to trademark this now, by the way. Yeah. Maybe I'll write a book. Um, it seemed to the wealthy barber was a pretty simple read and yeah. I think he, he made a lot of money off that. So, fine off of that. so how do people get a hold of you, Dustin? Uh, just give me a call. My cell phone, 780-905-7729. Or uh, you can reach me on my email, dlamontang at researchcapital.com. Okay, well, that's it for today. We'll have more helpful hints coming up on our next episode. Don't forget, all opinions expressed are solely Dustin's or mine and do not reflect those of Research Capital. This podcast is for informational purposes only and should not be relied upon for investment decisions. Clients of Research Capital may maintain positions in the securities discussed in this podcast. Thanks for listening to Making Sense and have yourself a great day.